everyone. It's April, and we're here again this week to bring you some pet news and also some Veronica. Um, she's going to answer some more questions today. Today I'm doing the show with a guest host um, named Emma Dowd. Now, Emma is also the producer of our show. So Tony was unavailable to be here today. She's got other things going on. So Emma is going to do the show with us today. Emma, say hi. Hi, hi, hi. Hey. <laughs> Emma's in Florida. So we, we have like a bi-coastal radio show here. We've got Tony in Maine. We've got Emma in Florida. And you got me in California. So the whole country, <laughs> we're scattered across it. Yeah. So so welcome, Emma. Um, before yeah, I get I'm to glad the to be here. This is going to be fun. Veronica. Oh, it should be I fun. I am excited. It's really fun. Cool. Um, I wanted to give a little report. This is a nice, I think this is almost a nice little Christmas story. Now, I've been keeping you all abreast of, um, up on the news of Miss uh, Marple. She's the one that broke her leg. We went through the whole summer <laughs> of every week going to have her leg treated. Um, she's, that is perfectly fine now. The other two dogs I have, and Nellie, they came to me as a bonded pair. I really only wanted to adopt Biddy. She's the little minpin. But the the rescuer that I was working with said, you know, they're they're bonded. She says they'll be very sad if you split them up. She says, I said, well, these dogs are so cute. Why isn't somebody, you know, taking them? And she says, well, most people want one dog. They don't want two dogs. And she says, and I cannot release and separate these two dogs. She said they've been together here at this shelter for quite some time. She says, and I, they came to me together, so I, I just can't do it to them. So I said, fine, I'll take them. <laughs> I'll take both. And they are very bonded. They sleep together. They eat together. They fight. They laugh. And I have had them for about three years. So when Marple came in, she was like the third wheel, the fifth wheel. And at first, Nellie is very mild-natured. She's the little brown one with some eye problems. And she was like, oh, okay, you can come in. Now, Nellie, I mean, um, Biddy is the alpha in the little pair. She was adamant. Okay, you can have a third dog, but that dog does not touch my food, does not get in my bed, and stays out of my face. And I'm like, really, Biddy? <laughs> you going to be that way? Okay. So I've been kind of juggling the dogs. And poor Miss Marple, she just wants to be cuddling she wants to be wrapped in a blanket and the biggest thing she wanted for christmas and has been wanting it was to be able they i have a big dog bed that biddy and nelly sleep in and i've had to make a separate area for marple because biddy wasn't having it don't get in my bed i'll bite you so to control the situation i maneuvered the situation so about a week ago I came into the office, and usually when I come in in the morning, the two sisters are over here, and Marple's on the other side of the room in her bed. I come in, and Marple's nowhere to be found. And since she's a runner, my immediate thought went into panic. I thought, oh, my God, did she somehow get out of here? And she's running the streets again. And so I'm looking everywhere. I don't hear anything. All of a sudden, I realize I don't see any dogs. And I'm going, hmm. All right, so I went over and I lifted up the blanket on the big dog bed. And who is nestled between Biddy and Nellie but Miss Marple? Mm. 
It was the best Christmas present I could ever have. I looked down, and she looked up at me, and I could tell by her face, she goes, they let me in. And so I bent over, and I pet all three of them, and, bit, and I'm looking at me, and I go, thank you, Biddy. And she goes, this is conditional. And she, and she just went through the whole list of rules and regulations. And I'm like, okay, all right, sure, fine. Well, for the past week, it's been cuddle, cuddle, cuddle with all three puppies in the same bed. They pull the blanket over them, and they're nestled all night long. They have finally accepted Miss Marple. And I'm thrilled about that because another reason I got three dogs is because these two are so bonded, the first two, that I thought if something happens to either Nellie or Biddy, they're going to be devastated. So if I had a third dog in here, which that's how I kind of regulated in my mind how I was going to do this, then if one of those two pass away, at least there'll be another familiar dog there so it won't be such a hardship for the dog. So now they're like my three musketeers. They eat. They're eating together, but I do have to monitor the eating because Biddy thinks all the food is hers, Miss Alpha. And but Marple's very gracious, and she says, "Hey, you want my food? You can have it." <laughs> she's not. She's not an aggressive dog, and Biddy really isn't either. She's not an aggressive dog, but she's just the alpha dog, and she has her little set of rules and how things she thinks things should go. So I had to share that story because I was ready to give up. I was just going to have, okay, I got two dogs on this side of the room and one dog on that side of the room, fine. You know, at least they're not fighting. And it all worked out. And I look at it as a Christmas gift from the divine that somehow all three have managed to come to terms and sleep together at night. Now, I know it doesn't sound like a big thing, but it is a big thing to be accepted in the peer group that you're in. So I just wanted to share that. And Emma, do you have um, a dog or a cat? I got three dogs, and they are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of dogs do you have? Well, I have one that is a Taweenie. So he's a – she is – her name is Luna. She is a um, a Chihuahua – and a dachshund mix, and then I have a full-fledged, a full-fledged long-haired dachshund. His name is Waffles, and he looks like a waffle. He acts like a waffle, and um, he's just my talkative, smart little dog. I mean, you tell him anything, and he does it. And then uh, along with Luna came a dog named uh, Biscuit, and they were like, a, it, they were one of those type of pairs, like you just mentioned, that they could not be separated. So I got Biscuit going in for Luna. And Biscuit is a, some type of terrier. I don't know what kind of terrier, um, but he is just a uh, he, he's he's a bundle of energy, and he's super cute. And he always sits with his legs up in the air for some kind of reason. One of these days, I'm going to go put a Bible underneath one of his paws, so when he puts the other one straight in the air, I'll take a picture and make it look like he's swearing his oath. Uh, of the, you oh, know, that's to, uh, to, to, I love that. <laughs> to tell the truth, tell the truth. <laughs> Well, then you know all about puppy politics. I do. I truly do. (laughs) Well, anyways, I am so glad you have three dogs because then now we can commiserate on our dog antics all the time. It'll be kind of cool. So I'm going to go get Veronica. And if you could say hello to our people, that would be great. 
All right. Well, I won't be shuffling off to Buffalo, but I can shuffle off to Disney World. That would be fun. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, she goes and gets um, Veronica. I just want to say thank you guys for having me. It is the Christmas season. I'm really excited to be here. And the holiday seasons are very special for me. And I hope that you guys will take into the consideration the holidays, too. And the holidays aren't necessarily just about gifts and Christmas and all these other things. It's about goodwill towards men. It's about hope. It's about forgiveness. It's about being with family and friends and appreciating the ones that you have. So hopefully you'll be able to take a little bit of time to do that this holiday season. And, of course, even though it is the holiday season, we are still taking uh, comments and questions. So please go ahead and write your questions to innerwhispersradio.com. And, of course, we make every effort to get your question on the show. So don't be shy. Just go ahead and send your questions again to Inner Whispers Radio. Are you there, Veronica? Indeed we are. Good day to you, Miss Emma. And good day to you, Veronica. How are you doing? You know, we're always good. And that's sometimes a hard concept for those in the linear to deal with. But it is true. We decide, and we are. You can do it, too. Well, you know, I I always try to look at the good and, and the bad. So even when there's something bad that happens here, I always try to find the good out of it and try to find the learning, the, 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 the lesson to learn from it. So nothing's truly bad. Indeed. Indeed. So are you ready to get on with the questions? Yes, we are. All right. Well, then our first one comes from Doug, and he says, are, your, are our thoughts made of energy? Do they have the ability to affect our physical reality? Yes, definitely. We, we tout this all the time. Now, you all must understand that everything is energy. The frequency of it can be very dense, or it can be very light. The earth is very dense. Higher realms, other dimensional spaces are light. That is a mantra that you should always keep in your head. So what you're thinking about, even though you're in a thick, dense, linear reality, you can still create it. You still can create it when you're in the eternal space. Probably a little easier to manifest your thoughts. But everything is energy, and yes, it does affect physical reality. Your thoughts change everything. And so that's why we always, you know, encourage all of you to use your thoughts. Watch what you think about. If you are constantly in a negative mode, that's going to spill over and come back and hit you in the face. Try always to keep your thoughts lighter, keep your thoughts softer, you can keep your thoughts in a way that is very clear and positive. That's how you create your reality. That is a metaphysical perspective, and it is a true one. You know, you know that is a very good point. And I actually had somebody in my family that was really negative, and it did come back to hurt them. So I hope everybody does realize that that is the truth 100% and uh, takes your, your advice to, uh, to heart. So the second one here we have is from Shane, and it says, and, he, and Shane says, what causes a spirit not to cross over? Well, normally a spirit will immediately, when they cross, they will be met by guides. Because, and especially those who, are, let's say, are, are very sick and they know their, your ta- their time is coming. 
you're usually met by guys. But there are also other other crossovers, like if you got in a car accident or, you know, something happened or some sort of, you know, mishap has occurred, and suddenly an incarnate finds themselves on the other side. And it can be confusing because they're not expecting it. So they get there, and they continue to manifest the reality they were in, but it will be kind of awkward. It will be like, well, that's not right, and that's not right, because they're manifesting it from a different arena. And they can get lost in it. So there are many. There are even some in the linear who we call them soul retrievers, help the ones who cross that are confused cross over to the other side, help them to the light. But it can be confusing for any incarnate. And it's usually the ones that cross abruptly and cross without notice because they're not expecting it. It, that's where that kind of thing usually happens. If somebody dies naturally and they're expecting it, then it's a little less troublesome when they get over to the other side. Now, guides always meet those who maybe cross from a car accident. But at first, they may not understand what's going on. And others think that the guide is somebody that's invading a dream state or something. They're not sure. But the guide usually work with the person who is confused and try to help them. But if they continue to keep, you know, refusing the help because they're confused, a lot of times the soul retriever in the linear state can help an energy crossover as well. It's not as scary as it sounds, but it can be confusing. And it can cause the, you know, the incarnate to be so confused that they just keep wandering around the astral plane trying to figure out exactly what happened. Well, our next uh, question is from Trevor, and Trevor asks, if people can choose their parents before birth, can they also choose their parents before birth if they are adopted? Yes. Now, how this works is this. There are sometimes, and usually when somebody is adopting, it means that maybe they can't conceive for themselves. And you have a soul that's up in the eternal space, that really would like to have these two people for a parent and maybe have known them before and really wanted to be a part of their reality and have an experience with them. But maybe there's some sort of glitch in the reproductive moment where they're not able to produce their own small child for the energy to come into. So energy will come in otherwise and perhaps pick parents that maybe aren't appropriate or maybe very young and, and can't raise a child. So they come in that way, and then they energetically focus upon these two that could not produce their own child, and they end up adopting this child. There are no accidents. When it comes to that kind of thing, picking parents, it can be quite complicated, but you always end up where you should be. Even if you have really lousy parents, there's a reason you have those lousy parents. And it always supports growth and it always helps them move through the reality and get to those perfect parents without without fail. All right. And then we have a question from Alex. And Alex asks, can the things we do in this life affect our other 
reincarnational lives. Yes. A lot of times when an incarnate has a life, maybe there are things you don't get finished. Maybe there are tasks that you wanted to do and that, that just didn't manifest themselves. Or maybe you had a traumatic experience and you drowned. Maybe you were executed. Maybe you, you know, had a really hard time of it and it didn't get resolved in the life that you were in. So as you move forward into the next lifetime, you carry that stuff with you. You carry the unfinished items with you. So the things that you do in the life, and that includes, you know, let's say you decided to burglarize somebody. You, you tried to, you know, you were stealing. And you don't get that resolved in the life, that stealing moment will come to you in another life, and maybe you'll have people stealing from you. Everything you do stays with you. Everything you resolve stays with you, but it's resolved. The things that aren't resolved will come up to resolve them later. So, yes, everything you do goes with you from life to life, whether it's resolved or unresolved. But if it's unresolved, then you have perhaps a moment where you create similar circumstances, and it really doesn't make sense in the life you're in, but it comes from a past life moment, and your past life experience is asking you to resolve it. So, yes, things you do in your current linear, if they're unresolved when you cross out, they will come with you. And you can gives you the opportunity to resolve it in the next life you live. Well, Veronica, that is all of our questions for today. Um, awesome, awesome responses, awesome questions. I hope uh, people will learn a lot from this show. Uh, would you like to give your message to the world? Yes, we would. Hmm. We understand it is holiday time. We understand that. Holidays are extremely important, no matter what culture you're in. And each culture has their own little creation of holiday that differs a little bit from the one next to them. All ceremonies, all celebrations are good in the eyes of the universe. doesn't matter what culture you're in. So we say, this holiday season, embrace the, the sessions that you created and came up in your lifetime, but also celebrate all the other ones. There's, a, there's a many different holidays that are celebrated in different cultures that are all equally valuable. So decide that you're going to maybe take a look at another religion somewhere, just to take a look at it and see. And support and love, even if it's not your holiday celebration. You also have the opportunity of a new year. Take this time to reflect upon what happened this year and then decide and plan of what you would like to accomplish next year. Give yourself the proper praise for what you did accomplish and give yourself the motivation to pick up the pieces that did not get manifested in this year and bring them along with you to manifest next year. And most of all, be giving, loving, and smile as much as you can. Do something that makes you smile for the holiday. Try not to be what would they call that in your culture. Try not to be a Grinch. Try to just say, okay, I'm going to celebrate life, I'm going to celebrate love, and I'm going to celebrate the celebration of everybody who is doing so. 
decide that holidays are a time of rest, reflection, and celebration, and do something about each one of those. So we are, from our perspective, we now we don't have holidays, but we all wish you a very happy holiday season, all of you. And we hope that you find joy and peace now and moving into the next year. Well, Veronica, thank you for that beautiful and important message. It is such a timely one. And I'd like to thank everybody for joining us today. Um, all, of, all of us here at Inner Whispers Radio hope that your holidays are wonderful, and we will be back next week with more questions for Veronica. So please, if you have any questions, get them in. Until then, be well, be safe, and have a happy holidays. Bye-bye, everybody.